three. Yeah, 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 yeah. How y'all feel out there? What up, what up, what up? Yeah. It's so soulful right now. <laughs> Say when. <laughs> Say when. When. <laughs> <laughs> nah, I'm not going. <laughs> they murdered it, yeah. Yeah, I'm not going there. What up, what yeah, up, what up, yo? It's your boy, Wade Blogs, a.k.a. Mr. Quid Pro Quo, a.k.a. The. Wait for it. Wade Blogs. Uh, episode 95 of the Words with Wade podcast. Uh, before we begin, uh, shout out to Ari. She couldn't be with us this week. Uh, she has some personal family matters she had to attend to. Uh, but she'll be back next episode, hopefully. Same way, same way channel. Facts. Um, but but I'm all as always. We're here recording at the lovely Radio Ready Studios with our crystal clear clarity. We have G here. G, what up, G? G, I'm, I'm just talking to him. He just blackout. You see that? Shit. <laughs> I'm here. Uh. It's so funny, me and G, I got to let y'all know a couple things here. So, me and G been talking for like the last three hours, just talking. We're like, we got we to gotta record this eventually, you know that, right? <laughs> just talking about shit. So, we had to cut the cameras, cut the um mics on and start recording so we can get all the show. Uh, I should have did the whole music through the whole thing. But, oh well. Uh, Like I said, episode 95, shout out to all y'all listeners. Shout out to everybody in Uncut Nation, whether you're on YouTube, Spotify, uh, Apple, SoundCloud, wherever you're listening to us. Appreciate y'all love, support, the comments, everything. Love y'all. And without further ado, let's just get into the rundown. The rundown. The rundown. The rundown. The rundown. So before we get back into the rundown, let's let's go ahead and go back into... um, to this because this joint goes so hard this, this instrumental just goes so hard uh that's just because we know what jay did on it yeah because when jay yeah well not just jay the, the original grammy family song was hard too like the yeah. song was hard Fuck all that. <laughs> john let you be like when jay did on fuck flex and shit he that beat. Yeah, Jay Jay did um put this put this beat in another stratosphere. And I, I tweeted it this weekend, but y'all gotta go back yeah. and watch that the footage of that Funk Flex freestyle yeah. when Jay did it. My God. No, he said no pocket dude getting close. Now I'm supposed to win when they got me fighting ghosts. ghosts. And the one of the most famous lines from that bar is what to be Bobby then you gotta be Bobby now. Yeah, that was crazy. Nah, my my line was we were talking on air, on about this before we got before everything got started. He was like, "May these words be recorded to serve as testimony that I saw it all before it came to fruition, sort of a premonition, uh, uncontrollable ambition." Uh, <laughs> uh. Yo, listen, uh. listen, y'all have to go back. And just hit me on Twitter, the Wade Vlogs. I'm telling you, 
go back and look at the footage. I don't know if anybody's ever seen the footage of him freestyling at Funk Flex at um, Hot 97. It's it's bananas. It's bananas. But you're playing Grammy Family for a reason. The Grammys are coming up. The nominees were announced uh, earlier this week. And uh, like we always do with this show, whenever an award, whenever award ceremonies come up, we like to go over the nominees of the categories we care about and kind of predict who, who we think is going to win. So with normally we have Ari reading these because y'all like hearing Ari talk. <laughs> but uh, it's me and G. So we'll just go through it here. And I'll start off with um, the record of the year. I'm going to read the nominees, read the songs, and we'll just say who we think is going to win this category. Uh, start off with I Like It by Cardi B, Bad Bunny, and J Balvin. Yeah. Uh, the Joke by Brandy Carly. This is America, Childish Gambino. God's Playing Drake. Shallow from Lady Gaga and Bradley Cooper. All the Stars, Kendrick and the Scissor. Rockstar from Post Malone, 21 Savage. And The Middle by Zed featuring Marin Morris and Gray. For me, my heart says All the Stars. But my head says God's plan. Hey, hold on. I'm sorry. I missed the category. Which category are you? This is um, Record of the Year. Oh, shit. I'm scrolling. Okay. I got you. So who, I would who, like this is America. <laughs> you think this is America? I would like them. That's what I would like. Um, what I think is going to happen? Probably Lady Gaga. Shala. Mm, I was looking at that. Or, you know, the middle. One of the one of those two. I think is going to happen. I would prefer it to be This Is America. I was looking at Lady Gaga because Gaga has a history of winning these things. So I could I could see that. But the hip hop in me and, and it's it's the Grammys. I could see it being God's plan. I could really see that. Yeah, the way he's been the way he's been streaming this year, but the Grammys is a little yes, Hold on. <laughs> it's cool. Continue on. <laughs> I don't know. I, I think I could see Shallow. I could see Shallow. I have no idea where that came from. Okay. <laughs> it's cool. Don't trip. <laughs> Lord. I could definitely. Um, you got me rethinking that. I could definitely see Shallow. Yeah, because it's like the Grammys is different as far as songs will pop up as far as the award that you really haven't heard throughout the year because there have been the ways that they're being played right. and where they're being played. So it's not like it's a radio situation. Right. And although 
Drake's God plan has, you know, streamed as much as it's done, it, it hasn't, I don't think, crossed over into certain markets where the people who actually vote with the Grammys care about. Mm. Yeah. But see, see if we if if I'm picking what I want, I would say all the stars. But just like I said, knowing the Grammys and the impact the year that Drake has had, I would say God's plan. But then you threw me off with shallow, so it could be shallow as well. But I'm a, I'm gonna stick with God's plan just for sake of the podcast. But I could I could see shallow. I wouldn't be surprised if shallow won. Yeah, very true. Shit. A lot of people don't fuck with him, but I like him. I fuck with Post. So, just for the fact that he's nominated, I I I enjoy that fact. Like a lot of people don't like Post Malone. I fuck with Post. Go ahead, crucify me. Say he's a culture vulture yeah. in this and the third. Yeah, I don't I don't rock with him. I definitely don't rock with guy White Abbasson. I'm good. <laughs> I'm really good on that. Yeah, the thing that trips the thing that trips me out about that, like I wasn't too keen on that particular song. It that just happened to be his breakout song. But he said on more than one occasion that he he doesn't want to be categorized as a rapper. Yeah, I've seen that. Yeah. And I think that's where a lot of fault lies is because a lot of people initially when he came out, they put him in the rap category. And then off the subject, off the title of the song, they felt like he was just, you know, being a vulture. But if you actually listen to post music, especially because he doesn't want to be considered a rapper. Like, his vibe is crazy. Like, he does he does more like folk music. Yeah, I mean, he, he gives off that vibe. If you, look, if you look at him, he gives off the vibe of, like, a, a folk singer. You know what I mean? Like a, a hip country western singer. So, I can, I can exactly. do that. Exactly. All right. So I kind of I want to skip album of the year. I want to leave that for last because that's, that's kind of the big thing. Let's go to um. You want to do song of the year? Yeah, we can do that. Let's see who we got. We got all the stars again. We got booed up. God's plan. And my blood. The joke. The middle. Shallow. This is America. Sounds sound familiar, don't it? It's, yeah, it sounds. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it sounds familiar. Uh, I'm a I'm a root for the underdog in this, in this whole setup. I want I want LMA to get her first joint first year for song of the year. Yeah, why? Mm, uh, hey, look, keep in mind. You remember a couple episodes ago we was doing song uh song of the summer. You right. So, you know, summer typically controls the year. So, first year, first time out? Yeah, I love her to have it. Uh, who's probably going to get it? I'm going to go with your prediction previously. It'll probably be God's. Yeah, I'm, I'm looking at it as well. And once again, I said the same thing. I would prefer all the stars. But it's probably gonna be God's plan. <laughs> Kendrick Duckworth. 
Yeah, I, I would love all the stars to win, but it's probably gonna be guys playing. Uh, let's go with um, best new artists: uh, Chloe and Haley, Luke Combs, Greta Van Fleet, Her, Dual Lipa, Margot Price, BB, Rexa, I guess, and Jora Smith. Her. Yeah, I'm going her easy. I can, but I can see I can see Jora Smith winning because that's the formula that those those voters like. Like she's Caucasian and sings soul music, so I can see her, see her winning. That's that formula. But I'm, mm-hmm. I'm I'm going for her. I'm rooting for her on this one. Besides that, uh, what is it? Chloe and Haley. Yeah, yeah, them. They, I like them too. Yeah. Yeah. Other than that, that'll that'll probably be what it is. Uh, no pop, no pop, no pop, no nah, pop. Nah, nah, nah. In this category. <laughs> All the pop is running together. Yeah. <laughs> All right. What's um best urban contemporary album? Yeah, I'm scrolling for it. Unless you want to do best R and B song. All right, best R and B song. We can do that. Uh, go ahead. Boot up. Come through and chill. Feels like summer, focus, and long as I live. Mm. Again, I'm still biased. <laughs> I love for Ella to win it first year, first time out. But at the same token, that come through and chill, that Miguel and, and Cole. Yeah, that does go that was, hard. Mm. That was my jet. But even still, the focus joint. Oh shit! What her? Yeah. And um, I'm I'm going for oh, don't Daniel Caesar, right? Yeah, Caesar. That's I'm 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 sitting here trying to think of yeah Daniel Caesar and her. Yeah, I'm 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 going for focus. It got to be one of those three. It'll probably be focus, which I'm really tripping off that Tony Braxton got a track in the joint. Yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> Uh, but uh, yeah, I'm going focus. I'm going focus on that one. I might have to. I might have to side with you on that. Even though, again, first time, first year, first time out. I love for Ella to get it, but yeah, that focus joint, her and Daniel Caesar, <sighs> bruh, that's that's just great. That's just great music. Yeah, that is tremendous. Do you know she's only like 21 years old? Yep. That shit is crazy. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, that shit is crazy. Even no, baby, keep your sunglasses on. Keep them on. <laughs> I know, right? Keep your sunglasses. Put your hand over your face like you always do. We all good with that, baby. We all good with that. We ain't shit, yo. <laughs> uh, let's see. Uh, best urban contemporary. Album. We'll go back to that one. Uh, I got everything is love from the Carters. The kids are all right with um, Chloe and Haley, Chris, Dave, and the Drumheads, Warren, Leisure, Miguel. And ventriloquism from Miguel, uh, from Michelle Ninglacio. Yeah, that's what I said. I've only heard one song, one album in this category. I've heard two. I've <laughs> heard the Carters. That's it. I've heard uh, Miguel and the Carters. Um, I haven't heard Miguel CD all the way through. Miguel CD, even though good. I appreciate, you know, where his vibe is a lot of the time. So I'm pretty sure it's a dope project, but. In this particular case, I don't want to weigh in because I haven't heard his or the majority of the albums in here. So, eh, 
Good luck to everybody. Believe <laughs> 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 it in that. I'm I'm a root for the Carters, but I would think it would be really dope if um Chloe and Haley won, which would incidentally be a Carters win because they're Beyonce's artists. Yeah. <laughs> so, you know what I mean. But Miguel's album was really dope. Uh, I hold a special place in my heart for Michelle Niglacio because that was one of the last artists Pac wanted to work with. So I fuck with her. I ain't shit. But um, <laughs> it's always thug life. It's always thug life. Don't ever get it twisted. Um, you know, it always manifests itself somewhere. Six degrees of Machiavellianism. <laughs> <laughs> I'm waiting for your book to come out, yeah. <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm gonna say, I'm gonna say, I'm gonna say, War and Leisure. My final answer on this one. They're they not okay. gonna give it to the Carters. They're not gonna give it to the Carters. And I would love for the kids are all right to win, but I think they'll give it to Miguel. He he fits that mold for them. Okay. Um. So we did. Uh. uh what's next? Best R and B album. Yeah, we can do that. Let's uh-huh. see. Tony Braxton, Sex and Cigarettes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, Leon Briggs, Good Thing. Layla Hathaway, Honestly. Her. Her. <laughs> Great fucking album. Mm-hmm. Uh, PJ Morton, Gumbo Unplugged. Live. Again, this is one of those categories where I have not listened to everything that's nominated. But just off the style of R&B that I enjoy, Her definitely fits that mold. See, so, I've listened to Her and Layla Hathaway, uh, but Her. I remember in the episode of What's Streaming, you talked about, um, we, we kind of laughed at each other. It was like, Tony Brass got a new album coming out. And yeah. it's up for a Grammy. So... Yeah, that yeah. shit is crazy. Yeah. It is, it's crazy. And even though it was supposed to be streaming, I never listened to it. I, I'm still <laughs> mad at her. <laughs> My personal feelings are getting in the way of her artistry. I'm sorry. Oh, it happens <laughs> to be on the title for that. <laughs> yeah, it, it, man. When I was in Vegas and she was performing, I wanted, oh, if I had the time, I wanted to go see her so bad. I had the biggest crush on Tony Braxton. Keyword had. Had. Um, Damn. She's still, she still with um, baby. <laughs> they still together? Her and Birdman? I, I assume so. I haven't heard different. Okay. You can't, in my opinion, you can't make that much of a public announcement without making an equally public dismissal. Exactly. So I have not seen a public dismissal of it, so therefore, I'm going to assume it's on. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I can dig it. She off my list because of that own, that reason right there. You know how I feel about that. Exactly. That's my point. It's like, yeah, I, she doesn't have sound judgment at this point. My question <laughs> is now in the way of everything that she is and will do you until such time <laughs> as she decides Separate. You question her decision making skills. <laughs> I do. I I truly do. Cause now I feel like every song that I hear, she's gonna be talking about baby. <laughs> 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 it's like, oh, I can't take your music serious right now. You're talking about baby. 
All right, let's see what we got. We got um, we do best R and B song. I feel like we did the best R and B song. We did that. We did that because I see um yeah. yeah. All right, so best R and B performance. Uh, Tony Braxton with "Long as I Live." <laughs> That's funny. Um, Summer, The Carters. Uh, Wow, Wow, Layla Hathaway. Best part, her featuring Daniel Caesar. And first begin with PJ Morton. Um, I'm surprised Summer is up here from the Carters. Um, that that's surprising. Uh, that was a dope song, but nah. Um, but nah. Uh, I think this is the best part in a landslide. Yeah. Now I remember hearing. I have heard that Tony Braxton song long. I've heard that song on the radio. So I'm familiar with that song. I haven't. And I, of course, on. I listen to Layla Hathaway. <laughs> I listen, I listen to Layla Hathaway. <laughs> Tony, uh, I'm hurt. I'm hurt. I'm broken hearted over it. And my brandy voice, I'm broken hearted over it. <laughs> you funny. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you gotta, you gotta speak their language. You gotta talk R and B to R and B. Oh, trust me, I feel you. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, man. Um. Nah. Yeah. Her and Daniel Caesar. Yeah, I think that's easy. I think that's easy. Yeah. Uh, that's, is that, I want to get all the R&B out of the way. Um, I think that's all the R&B categories. Let's go to hip-hop. Let's go to hip-hop. Um, best rap song? Uh, all right, let's go best rap song. All right, so we got God's Plan. Mm-hmm. King's Dead. My guy. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Lucky You. Yeah, yeah. Sickle mode mm. and went. Yo, first off, I want to say, how is J Rock nominated twice in one category? That's first off. Exactly. Nice. <laughs> uh, <laughs> you you got to emphasize that. Nice. You got to hit the fam nice on him. Nice. Uh, but I think he's losing in this one. <laughs> <laughs> Damn, J Rock, you my dude, though. <laughs> he got two nominals. He got two nominals. It's probably going to be God's plan. Yeah. But yeah. the thing that, uh, again, even though he probably loses this category for the fact that he was nominated twice in this category, and just for where he was and where he came, like J-Rock, I, Uncut Nation, let me give you a quick synopsis. J-Rock was the flagship for TDE before he got locked up. There, Kendrick was not supposed to be the for the forefront of TDE. Let's get that understood. J Rock got locked up. They went with K Dot. K Dot held the mantle. Got TDE off the ground. J Rock has been rocking a lot longer than Kendrick. So for J Rock to finally get his shine. I can appreciate that. Again, as we said, for the fact that he's Nominated in the same category twice, even though he might not win, that's a hell of a milestone for him to get the recognition that he that he so genuinely deserves. Definitely. I'm going to bring this point back up later on in the show oh. once we touch another category. Trust me. Listen. Um. Spoiler alert, y'all. Y'all gonna hear a lot of J Rock in the next couple of weeks from us. <laughs> uh, yeah. I'm just gonna let y'all know off top. 
J-Rock is in my conversation for top album of the year. I'm just saying. <laughs> yeah, that's that's what I was alluding to. Yeah, I don't think it's a secret. He want to get into the shit. Yeah, Yo. yeah, I don't think it's a secret. So, he's in my conversation. Yeah. I didn't say he is, exactly. but he's in the conversation. What album should have been nominated for one of the albums of the period? Yeah. Period. He's, he's in my conversation. Yeah. Y'all, y'all heard us on, on previous episodes uh, give our, our top three albums. Yeah. Rock album should have definitely been in there. Officially nominated. Without question. Without question. One of our our other selections is in there. Yeah. yeah. So I'm happy about that. Well, two away. Yeah. Without question. Like, I've said before, and if y'all listen to, if y'all have listened to this podcast and have followed me on Uncut Magazine, Shameless Plug, uh, I've said before, J Rock has been my favorite from TDE for a long time ago. You know, I love I love Kendrick, but just just that that gang that gangster shit that J Rock be on that that G shit, I'm with this shit. I'm with it. <laughs> That's me. <laughs> I'm with that shit. Yeah, I mean, so he was my favorite. So for him to get the credit he deserves, it's like it's like being a fan of a sports team. And your team's not not good. Nobody pays t- team any attention. And then all of a sudden, y'all win the ring. Y'all win the championship. You're like, yeah, nigga, I told y'all my team was awesome. That's how I feel seeing J-Rock for all these awards and shit. I'm like, I've been telling y'all about J-Rock. Been telling y'all about J-Rock. Yeah. <laughs> so that's for best rap song. Uh, what else we got for oh, rap? I'm going to say, we going to do it. Let's go ahead and jump into it. Shit, that's rock. That's album. That's well, no, no, album. we still got some more rap joints for us. <laughs> hold on, we, we hold on, hold on, hold on. <laughs> we go there, we go there. Uh, what is the best rap performance? Okay. Uh, did we do? No, we didn't do that. Yeah, we didn't do no rap categories except the last one. So, best rap performance. I have Cardi B with "Be Careful." Uh, Drake, "Nice for What." Uh, King's Dead, Kendrick, J. Rock, Future, James Blake. Uh, Bubbling, Anderson Pack. Sickle Mode, Travis Scott, and Drake, and Sweetie, and all that. Now, what's so funny is I didn't think a lot of people was paying attention to Pat as far as the bubbling track. Right. That's my shit. <laughs> that's my shit. Um, damn. See, I don't think, for me, Pat, and this is probably my TDE bias, I'm going to say I have TDE bias now. I like Tense, the song with Kendrick. That song goes hard. It does. That song goes dumb hard. <laughs> uh, but for this category, um, y- y'all know what I y'all Uncanace, y'all know what I want to say. King's Dead. I want to say King's Dead. <laughs> <laughs> like I need a TD. Like what's that? Get top on the phone. I need a TD hoodie. <laughs> I need a TD shirt. <laughs> I'm Team TDE right here. <laughs> so, um, you heard what Ross said. I was top dog before TDE. Right, facts. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I want to say, uh, what's this shit said? La di da di da. Slap on my That's that shit I, I want. That's that. Sh- that's <laughs> what I'm going for. For the record, it was a great song. Yeah. Up until Future did that. <laughs> because I know because I know Future does that on the song, I can't even listen to it. Cause as soon as the beat drops, that's all I hear in my head. I can't even enjoy the song. 
Marina, Marina. I'm like, oh, wow, you really did that? All right, bet. No, what's funny is I can't listen to the song of the call with my kids because that's like the only part they know. And I'm like, no, you can't say that. <laughs> you can't say that, though. No. No, not at all. I don't need this repeated around me. Yeah. <laughs> Anywhere in earshot, because it's going to be a problem. Yeah, exactly. And I have daughters, so it's a real problem. I'm like, no, you cannot say that. <laughs> um, <laughs> but yeah, I'm going for Kings Dead. I can see Nice for What winning. I don't yeah. see I don't see Sycamore winning. I don't see Bubbling. And I could see Cardi winning, but it's probably going to be Nice for What. Yeah. I would like to hear bubbling. Yeah. Analysis the winner, but it's probably going to be nice for what? Yeah, I, I, probably nice for what. I can see that. Uh, what we got here? Best rap song performance. You want to take that? Yeah, let's see. We got Like I Do, uh, Christina Aguilera featuring Gold Link, mm-hmm. Pretty Little Light, excuse me, Pretty Little Fears, <laughs> uh, Black and J. Cole, This Is America. Childish Gambino, uh, all the stars, Kendrick Lamar and SZA, and Rockstar Post Malone the 21 Savage. Um, y'all know me. <laughs> I just, just, um, if you have any questions about who I'm going for, see last category, uh, Kendrick and SZA, Team TDE, uh, get top on the phone, um, <laughs> what? I don't know what else to say. I feel like, all right, like, what? What? I don't know what to say. Um, Team TDE, uh, it's a new death row. So I don't know. Uh, I do like Pretty Little Fears. I enjoy that song. Again, this is one of those situations, uh, This is America, I would love to win. Exactly. I would have said, This is America's dope too. But I would need for that track to win. I can't, I just probably can't. not, but I would love to. But um, you, you know, I can I can see Post Malone taking it though. Really? I can see that, mm. and I don't even like Post Malone, but it's the it's the Grammys, so I can definitely see that happening. Post is dope, yo. You're you're eventually gonna have to give Post his credit. Stop thinking of him as a white artist that's <laughs> that's a vulture, like he's perpetrating the culture. Like, stop viewing him that way and just like actually enjoy his vibe. He's dope. No, I, I can see I can see him winning it, but naturally I'm going for all the stars. I think it's just the West Coast in me. <laughs> it probably is. I'm going, for, I'm going. I would I'm, again. This is America. I would like for the win. Uh, shit, let's go left. Christina Aguilera is gonna take it. <laughs> I, don't, I don't think I don't think Christina should even show up. They can call her name at all. <laughs> Just stay home, Christina. This is not for you. When the last time you heard Christina Aguilera name mentioned in conversation? Facts. Like, just stay home, man. This is not for you. This is not for you. Take, except if you get it, accept your awards via satellite. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. If she win it, it'd be worse than um what Mac when Macklemore won it over Kendrick. It'd be worse yeah. than that. But it's a precedent the only, for it. The only the only way she can work that off is she has to show up. And she has to have a project ready to go. Like, after her win and after her announcement through all of the backlash for the remainder of the week, she got to fire off an album that's, that's just classic. that just brings her back. Yeah, and a fire album. And Don't get like, me. oh, wait a minute. 
we prejudged her. She still got it. She's on a roll, and go from there. That's the only way that's gonna work for her winning that category. And it has to be a fire album. It can't be no. Here's a Christmas album for y'all. Nah, fam, I need some fire. It can't be. <laughs> yeah, I can't get the la di da di da. So. No, you can't get that. You can't get that la di da di da. You can get the ti la di da di da. The ti la di da da is on um, Dan Tap. He was like, I got a couple of Latinos with me. They so la di da di da. They got to be that la di da di da. You can't go with the future la di da di da. You That's can't a fact. do that. There's there's a difference between these la di da di da's people. And if you don't know what I'm talking about, you have to listen to both songs. You, you definitely got to get the both. Yeah, you got to. Yeah. <laughs> it's, a, it's a completely different spectrum. <laughs> you have to understand the la di da di da. Now, let's get into best rap album of the year from the Grammys. Who, who, you want to read that one, Jay? I hold on. I'm scrolling. I lost it. That's rock. Uh, Let's wrap out. All right. Invasion of Privacy, Cardi B. Mm-hmm. Women, Mac Miller. Victory Lap, Nipsey Hussle. Daytona, Pusha T. Astro World, Travis Scott. And your winner is. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, one of one of my albums of the year definitely isn't hit Victory Lap. It definitely. Going back to what me and Wade was talking about earlier, I feel J Rock should have been in this category as well. I'm glad to see Nipsey in it. I'm surprised to see Nipsey in it. I will say that as well. Definitely surprised to see. But he earned it. Like that album, since it dropped, it has not come out of rotation. I agree. Pun intended. If you go to J Rock's album, <laughs> he has a song called Rotation. Again, I agree. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, Nipsey's album is great. I would love to see him walk away with the award. Um. Wade, man, you have talked offline about this. I'm wondering if Matt was still alive, would they have actually given him the nomination this year? I was just about to get into that. Um, I love to see Mac up there, and I'd be the first one to say I wasn't a big Mac Miller fan when he was alive, but it's good to see him there. My concern is just just like we said, if he was still here, would he even be considered? Because I can yeah. easily see J-Rock being in that slot right there. Exactly. So... That's that's not to take anything away from Max talent or anything. It's just we've all seen how things unfold and, you know, the Academy tries to appease everybody. So I'm feeling they would have they anticipated a backlash with him not at least being nominated after he passed this year. Rest in peace to him. Right. Um so again, it begs the question: If he was still alive, would he have been nominated? Uh, who I feel is going to take it is going to be either between Cardi or Travis. It's going to be one of those two. 
that actually walk away with the award. It's probably going to be Cardi. I, I was going to say that too. It probably will be Cardi. I do want to shout out, and he's been doing it all week, to the Grammy nominated Pusha T. <laughs> he's been doing that all week on Instagram. If you follow him, he should never be referred to the Grammy nominated as Pusha T. Uh, it's dope to see him up there. Um, but yeah, he's not winning. <laughs> um, yeah, he, he, it's it's not gonna happen. If I have to rank my my choices as far as who I'm predicting to win, notice who I'm predicting, not who I would like to. This is just my prediction of who's gonna win. It would be Cardi, then Travis, then Mac, then Push, then Nipsey. As far as prediction of the orders, who would walk away with it in that order? Again, just a prediction of who, who I feel the Academy or is going to choose. Who I would like to see walk away with is Nipsey. I would love to see Nipsey walk away with it. I think, um, yeah, if I, if I had to predict, it would probably be who I would like. Nipsey one, then push probably two, who I would like. But looking at the list, it's probably gonna be Cardi or Mac. Um, Astro World was a great album, but I don't see it winning. I think it'll again. I think it'll win before Max does. Mm. I don't know. I think it's maybe too new to 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 get the impact. But now I think Astro is not even really that new. Um, Astro World came out. When did Astro World came out? Come out. Um, came out earlier this year. It came out. It came out like around the same time Nicki album came out. Because that was the whole controversy surrounding it. Right. I remember. Um, like she dropped her album, and it was supposed to be the number one album in the country or whatever. And then Travis dropped his joint, and she got mad because um, Kylie was hyping people up to get it and if you buy it or if you come to the concerts or whatever you're gonna get this and like it was a whole fiasco so just because of that amount of publicity surrounding the album and then the way his concert is set up like he has his concert set up as you're literally going into astroworld like it's a theme park um i'm gonna say i'm looking at it it came out august 3rd so for that to still be in rotation now, it still has a life now. It's still still on the charts right now. It could credit. It it has the credibility to win. Uh, I mean, keep in mind, uh, Cardi's project came out earlier than that. Right, you're right. Victory Lap came out earlier than that. Daytona came out earlier than that. Honestly, out of that category, if I'm not mistaken, he was the last one to drop. I want to say everybody else project came out earlier than his. Yeah. I just think with, with Cardi's year and we'll talk more about Cardi later on through this episode. Um, it, it'll make sense for her to win best rap album. Yeah, it would, you know, but I can also see because of what happened with Mac, I can see him winning, but I, my money's on Cardi right now. Yeah. That's the safe that that's the safe bet. Yeah. That's yeah. the best bet. So let's do it then. Let's go album of the year. We got Invasion of Privacy Cardi B, Scorpion, Drake, Her, Her, 
Beer Bongs and Bentleys from Post Malone, um, Dirty Computer, Janelle Monet, the Black Panther soundtrack, uh, Golden Hour by Casey Musgraves, and By the Way, I Forgive You by Brandy Carley. Um, let me introduce myself. My name is Wade. I'm Team TDE. <laughs> Um, so, uh, Black Panther, <laughs> just saying, uh, get top on the phone. I'm, I'm... The thing that's so funny to me is, isn't, that's technically a soundtrack. Yeah. Yeah. And I didn't think soundtracks got nominated for best album. That's a good so I find that very, very comedic. Um, I can see Cardi winning because of all the men- all the reasons I mentioned earlier. I don't see Drake winning, not for album of the year. And Scorpion was a decent album, um, but no. not for album of the year. Lying to the people. <laughs> I'm going. I'm going Black Panther. I mean. As far as winning or who you would like to see, win? I would want Black Panther to win. I, um, who I see winning is Cardi. Agreed. I, I find no fault in your logic. <laughs> yeah, I definitely see that. Those are the the categories that we hip hop R and B care about. I did want to mention that Kendrick Lamar Team TDE. Has the most nominations with eight. Dreamville. <laughs> <laughs> uh, because of the Black Panther soundtrack, TDE itself, as a staff, record label, and as a motherfucking crew, has 16 oh, nominations. <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> TDE is the new Grammy family. Uh, the awards, when did the awards come out? Um, I don't know. The Grammys coming up, 2019 Grammys. I think it's February they come out. Yeah, so la di da So, also wanted to mention, and this has been a meme going on. I, I'm not trying to be not trying to be funny. So barbs get off my dick. Uh, Nikki submitted 19 times for the Grammys <laughs> and was not nominated at all. Well, nothing. Nothing. Oh, well, the Grammys come out. Said. Grammys come out February 10th at 8 p.m. on CBS. Nothing. Oh, and then look, the Grammys are in LA. So wouldn't it be tremendous if TDE won those awards in LA? Come on. Another reason why I feel it would be groundbreaking if Nikki, if not Nikki, I'm sorry, uh, Nipsey walked away with at least one of the awards he's nominated for. Yeah, I would love, I would love Nipsey to win. I would love for Nipsey to win. But I'm Team TDE, so it's whatever. Top, send me a shirt. Um, hey, look, at the end of the day, Kendrick's on on Nipsey's album. That's a Honestly, fact. Honestly, that, that song is phenomenal. Honestly, if we, and this is a total sidebar, there's very few artists that have had the year of Kendrick. If you include Black Panther soundtrack as a Kendrick Lamar album, He's had a tremendous year. Yeah, of course. 
So it would it would just top the year off. <laughs> was that a pun intended? It wasn't, but get top <laughs> on the phone. <laughs> uh, get top yeah. on the wall. Uh, I'm hey, a hey, triple entendre. Don't even ask me how. Uh, <laughs> so let's let's move on here with the rest of the rundown here. Uh, like I said, the Grammys are February tenth. Make sure you check it out, and we'll try to revisit this. I do get that sometimes we make these predictions, and we never go back and see what we predicted. So we'll try to come back, and if I can remember to check this out and see what who was right, who was wrong, and whatever. Uh, continuing with the rundown. The rundown. The rundown. Um, Apple released its best of 2018 list and Drake was announced to be the most streamed artist of 2018, which honestly, if you think about it, it's not really a big surprise because I think nope. every, each week we've mentioned a Drake new streaming record. Yeah. Uh, so, I mean, Scorpion was the top album. God's Plan was a popular single. Nice for What? Uh, In My Feelings. Um, all these songs that Drake did were, were, and these were just Drake songs. Now you can talk about the songs he appeared on. But I can talk about like um, what "Walk It Like a Talk It," um, just other songs. Yes, indeed, songs that he Drake was the most streamed artist of 2018. So salute to Drake. We're happy for you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not being facetious, but I don't think I it's a big surprise. The crazy thing is. At this point, I think Drake can take a break. Some people are going to argue with me and like, no, this is the most competitive time and it's all the other, which it is. But arguably, Scorpion, in my opinion, is Drake's worst album. But you know what, though? I agree with that. So, and every time Drake has dropped the album since, um, if you're reading this, it's too late. Although that was supposed to be a mixtape, they give it album credit. Right. But it, it was supposed to be a mixtape. Ever since then, every time he's dropped the project, it's been on the decline. At some point, you have to rest and recoup. Now, now here's where I'm going to dispute, argue with you for a second. I don't think his projects have been on the decline. I think he's going a different direction. Like, I think artistically, if we listen to it, because he's become, and I hate to use this because so many other people use it, he's become Trapper Drake, where he's more, his raps are more of that trap style than before he was actually just rapping. So I think since, since that album, if you're reading this too late, he's changed his style. So he sold more records, but he might have alienated a fan, a certain fan base he had. So I don't want to say he's declined, but I definitely said there's been a shift. He's changed his direction. He has, but I, I ultimately attribute that to the decline of his project. Like, I forgot who I was having this conversation 
I want to say it was with the homie Nick. Oh, like, homie. not your Nick, not Nick. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to both homie Nick. Facts. Um, I want to say it was, um, he was the one I was having a conversation with, where people forget that Drake is, like, can actually rap. And sometimes people need to be reminded of that. So if he did something like Big Crit did, like 12 for 12 project, and just grab beats and go, that in conjunction with him dropping the albums that he drops that go in the different direction, he's still showing like, hey, I'm going to top the charts. I'm going to be the most streamed artist this year. But don't forget, I can go when it comes to, when it right. comes to this. Right. He hasn't done that in a while. Like, everything is, like you said, moving in a new direction, and that's fine. But at some point in time, you got to remind people, like, look, don't get the shit fucked up. I can still go when this beat turn on. And I think to bring it back to a, 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 a different perspective, I think that's what Jay figured out early on in his career. Like, after the Hard Knock Life song dropped, and that was considered more pop for Jay, but it charted him, and he saw, like, I, I can do records like this, but I'm not going to forget that, hey, sometime when, this, when, when a beat come on, I got to go. Say when. <laughs> right, <laughs> right. <laughs> I think, say when. But I think most, most of those tier artists, those top-tier artists, make that decision. They have a, a project that for lack of a better term, crosses them over. And they have the chance to either stay who they are. And like Jay said, Jay said, I didn't cross over. I brought, I brought the suburbs to the hood. So Jay, True. Jay remains Jay. Like throughout his projects, Jay is still Jay. Drake is, is going a different way. He's changed. He's softened up his rhyme style to blend more in with today's climate while still being a better rapper. Like Drake is the one of the few artists that can make a song with um JB Blockboy and then go go drop forty four bars off in in London somewhere. You know what I mean? So he'll he'll still mix in music with the new guys, kind of like what Fab does. On, on if you want to be real about it, <laughs> Fab, Fab does it. <laughs> yeah, Fab does it better because Fab's still Fab. See, Fab hasn't changed his style. Fab is still Fab. It's Drake who 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 conforms and transforms to the new style, changes his flow up or whatever, and it's working for him. I'm not I'm not saying it's a malicious way; it's working for him. But I will say that there's def there's a definite change, and I think I think people are noticing that there's a definite change in Drake from back then till now. As you should evolve, but I don't I don't think it's an evolution thing. I think it's a deliberate. I'm trying to sell records now. Let me do this. You know what I'm saying? And that's the wrong approach. Well, it depends on your goal. You know what I mean? Like, if we're looking at this as an art form, so we're looking like I'm trying to make good music. I think he's looking at it like I'm trying to sell records. <laughs> but it's crazy because... I guess that, that brings me back to my original point where I feel like he can take a break now. I think you should. Yeah, I don't. I don't think nobody's gonna, quote unquote, forget who Drake is. 
But at the same token, if he doesn't drop an album next year or the year after that, I don't think it's going to be a panic <laughs> as to where Drake is. Right. And for the fact that you brought up Fab, like Fab does that. Fab, and I, I don't know, you can argue it from both sides as far as somebody staying power. It's like, oh, well, they, they disappeared or faded out and nobody noticed they were gone. Right. But then at the same token, you can argue the fact that when they dropped a project, it was impactful and everybody remembered why they enjoyed that particular artist. Fab does that all the time. Fab will be gone for like a year to two years. And then just come out of nowhere and drop a fucking project that's like, damn, Fab killing it. Why is Fab not talked about more? You know how he I feel does, about Fab. Yeah, he does shit on his own terms. He doesn't get caught up in, in the bullshit. Like, like I said, I don't think if Drake doesn't drop an album next year, that is going to be a big issue. Just that when he comes back to drop the album, it has to be stellar. Like, in between the time that he hasn't dropped the album, you know, still do, you, do your, your normal, you know, be around, pop up on a feature here and there. But I'm pretty sure he can take a year off without dropping an album, and it's really not going to affect his career or quote unquote his legacy. It's not gonna hurt him. Yeah, I think he what would hurt him is how he comes back from that. Yeah, I and I agree with that. I think he can take time off and do a feature here and there. I definitely agree with that. But I think the fear is we live in an A D D society where people, you know, be like, Well, what has Drake done or Drake old? You know how how these kids move these days. They don't hear from you in a certain time period. They might be like, oh well, he old, he washed up. You know what I'm saying? Well, see, that's my my point. Like, I don't think Drake would immediately come up in those conversations. I think by the time Drake starts to come up in those conversations, months will have passed, and people have not realized that he hasn't dropped the album. So around that time frame is like, well, he was just on such and such features, and he crushed that shit. So then those questions would start popping up like, hold on, when was the last time Drake dropped the album? Oh, was Scorpion? Shit, that was in 2018. Like, we almost done with this shit. He ain't dropped nothing new, but he crushed that feature. Yo, Drake, what, what the fuck is Drake? What Drake been doing? Top of the year, boom. Yeah, I can see that. I can see, I can see him taking time off, and I think he said as much, but I don't think, I don't think it's going to be as long as we think it should be. But just, I can definitely see him doing that, and he, you know he could he could record songs just, now, even for himself. Yeah, I mean he could always record music now and just release it in a month or two, and he just be you know what I'm saying vacationing. You know what I'm saying just releases, so it, it can be done. I don't think he'll do it, but it can be done. So I, I do see your point. Um, but I did want to get to this traffic. I, would be beneficial. I, I agree with that. I just don't think he'll do it. Uh, I did want to get to this Travis Scott thing because we were like an, almost an hour in already. We only did like two things. Uh, <laughs> uh, I did want to get to this thing. Um, don't know if y'all heard Arlie this. Miss you. Yeah, clearly because Arlie would be. Arlie so sad. Yeah, Arlie, <laughs> Arlie definitely tells us hurry up, hurry up, hurry up. She be killing us. Uh, I want to get this Travis Scott thing. 
Uh, don't know if y'all heard this on the internet. Uh, other night, December 5th, uh, a YouTuber, I don't want to say his name because I don't want to give him no extra credit, took credit for a photo shoot. The photo of um, Travis Scott with another woman, he took credit for it and posted a video showing how he got an actor to pose as Travis Scott, do his hair like Travis does, had a woman do it. He basically staged the whole photo. The photo that was seen everywhere uh, uh, claiming Travis was cheating on, on his big mama. He showed that it was a fake photo, that they manipulated the photo. They staged the photo, basically. Um, going here to the article. Uh, I'm, I'm at the article now. It's just... Uh, it's crazy because they they really sat there and studied Travis Scott and found somebody who has his somewhat dimensions and posted and and almost ruined his man's family. Yeah. Um like that's 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 nuts, yo. You are for like being in the public's eye to the point that Somebody is going to take your likeness and stage you cheating on your spouse for whatever their purpose is to get something out of it, but not paying attention to the ramifications that he's at home and his wife is seeing this, like, you cheating on me. Right. And he's trying to say, like, it's not me. I didn't do it. I, I would never do that. And she's like, it's, it's a, a picture, picture out. <laughs> the whole world has seen it. Yo, that's and you and you standing there trying to defend yourself. That is the most frustrating thing in the world to be trying to fight against something that you know you haven't done, but just no way to prove you haven't done it. And and the guy he said it was a social experiment. He said, uh, "I'm reading. I'm reading a statement here." Uh. He said he wanted to release it. Now, I'm reading exactly. I quote, now you all see how the world will believe something just because they want to believe it. They don't really care about the truth or doing research or anything like that. Travis Scott, if you're watching this, forgive me, bro. So he, he's saying it's a social experiment. He was doing it to prove that nobody researches things anymore. That's what he's saying. That's the story he's going with. Which is very true. But you could do that in a different way. <laughs> I'm about to say, but at the same token, dog, you like don't do that and jeopardize my marriage. Like you jeopardizing my life to prove a point that you could have proved in a in a different as in a different way. And um, Kylie Travis's baby mama released a statement. She's like, I don't know if this is a so really a social experiment to some people, but you're messing with real people, real relationships, and real family. I'm happy my relationship. I'm happy my relationship is strong because this is getting out of hand. The internet scares me sometimes for real. Uh, this is crazy though. I mean, yeah. like put this shit into perspective, bro. Like that's way too much power. That is way too much power. Think about like, like I said before. If you've ever, if you're a guy, you've ever been in a situation where you've been accused of something that you know you haven't done, but you have no way of proving it. Imagine Travis in this situation where he's telling her he know in his head he didn't do anything wrong, but she has a picture in front of him like this is you. 
He's like, that's not me. This is you. And you, then you sound like the typical guy. That's not me. Oh, so now you're going to say it's not me? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Those typical lies that people tell, but when they're true, you can't. You know what I mean? That's the shit that's so funny. Is at this day and age, the truth sounds like a lie and the lie sounds like a truth. Facts. So that is so, it's so crazy. Like, imagine how he was when he woke up in the morning and that shit hit the fan. And him in his head, like, yo, I didn't fucking do nothing. But throughout the whole day and up until that announcement came out, he dealing with that shit. Now, now imagine how she feels. If she spazzed on him and cussed him out and threw stuff at him, and then she's like, "Oh, he was he was lying the whole time. He was right the whole time." So now, either way, it can be looked at it like initially from her perspective, like, "Oh, you cheated on me. You ain't shit." This and the third, and he's trying to tell her the whole time it's not me. And now this came out after she done spazzed. Now he's looking at her like, "You don't believe me. Like you don't trust me." Exactly. Like I, I told you it wasn't me and you didn't believe me. So you really think that I could do this to you? Mm-hmm. So now, regardless of what's been announced, it's possibly a wedge in a marriage. Facts. Over nothing. Over nothing. That's crazy. That's crazy. It's, it's 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 crazy the way people think, and this is scary because anybody can do this. Like I'm gonna use me for an example. I always say, like in a video game, I'm I'm like created player one. I have a very regular look. <laughs> like it's not hard to get somebody that looks like me. Put some some Malcolm X glasses on them, and it's me. Boom. Um, yeah, I just I just sent you a screenshot. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> I just sent you a screenshot of somebody else. Uh, somebody else paid. Exactly. So I, I look like everybody. I look like everybody. So it's not hard. So somebody can do that to me. And, and luckily I'm not involved, but they can do that to anybody. It's just crazy what society will do all for some clicks. Because that's all you're doing is for is clicks. You're just doing it for attention. You're, you're how, how the kids say these days, you're clout chasing. It's not worth it. <laughs> what? Maybe that should have been the episode Cloud Chase. <laughs> um Now let's get yeah, into it's to be an So what? Since you missed Yeah, since we since we mentioned Cloud Chasing, yeah. uh this news broke also. Uh and when I first saw it I didn't believe it. I thought it was just a publicity stunt, but apparently it appears to be real. Uh Hip-hop's favorite, well, no, one of hip-hop's favorite couples, Cardi B and Offset, are getting a divorce. Uh, Cardi broke the news earlier this week. Uh, I think I have a clip. Do I have I should have prepared this before the show. Um, Cardi broke the news earlier this week on her Instagram. Yeah, I don't have the clip. Oh, well. But, um... 
they were together for like a year. Was it was it even a year? I don't even know anymore. Um apparently at the time of her announcement, she just said it was an ap- applicable breakup. Her and her baby father, as she calls him, just just um what did she say? Ran out of love. I think that's how she put it. At the time of the breakup. But now we're finding out more news. Uh it would appear let me I really want to play the soundbite, so let's just pull this up. Because I think um, this soundbite puts everything in perspective of what we're doing here. Give me one second, Uncut Nation. I'm pulling this up. G said something. Oh, I have it here. And you know... I've been trying to work things out with my baby father for a hot minute now. And we're really good friends. And, you know, we're really good business partners. And, you know, he's always somebody that I run to, to talk to. And we got a lot of love for each other. But things just haven't been working out between us for a long time. And it's nobody's fault. It's just like, I guess we grew out of love. But we're not together anymore. I don't know, it might take time to get a divorce, and I'm going to always have a lot of love for him because he is my daughter's father, and yeah. So, everybody... So, when we heard that, the internet collectively sighed. But, as I said earlier, we found out more information. Apparently, Cardi, um, no, Offset, uh, was allegedly, you gotta say allegedly when you do these things, um, caught have, trying to have a threesome with, and let me get these names right here, Summer Bunny and what's the other chick's name? I'm trying to pull this up now, forgive me, y'all. Cuban doll. I know there's a bunch of dolls here. Uh, Cuban doll. Apparently there's been leaked text messages. I don't know if they've been fabricated or, or not. But there's text messages between Offset and this, this girl. Uh, Summer Bunny. And personally, um, I've seen the pictures of uh, Summer Bunny and Offset, bruh. <laughs> I'm not mad at you, but you married to Cardi. You know what I mean? We we love Cardi, fam. Sorry. Uh, and G, like I, me and G was talking about before the show started, ale- these alleged text messages have leaked. And we got to say allegedly we talk about certain things. Um, yeah. They don't look good, B. <laughs> I don't see how he can, he can get out of this one. They don't. You know, you got you got the regular degular there that's been killing it all year. Facts. And then your nine talking ass with this new Orleans. <laughs> <laughs> um, Unconditioned. Y'all gotta see these text messages because uh, offset spelling is horrible. Uh, <laughs> it's one part of the text message, and um, he tells the girl. Let me go back to the messages here. Um, that, oh no, I got. Oh, you got it. Go ahead. Go ahead. I got you. 
Text messages go uh, offset to her. I want you and Cuban. Can you make that happen? Yes, is her response. No, yeah. <laughs> no, no, no. Uh, haggle. <laughs> no debate. <laughs> she bowed that action. Yes. Just straight yes. The king's English yes. I like. I like her. All <laughs> <laughs> uh, sets response. Tell her. Shorty response. I'm with her now. Where you at? She bout that action. <laughs> All sets response. And I'm going to read it verbatim. <laughs> Atlanta. I go to New Orleans. Tomo. I'll fly y'all. Pause now, right there. Go ahead. <laughs> oh, <laughs> that New Orleans. You know, New Orleans. Who's in? No. He said, new as in you buy something new. Or, <laughs> as, in, as in, I like this or that. And then lean, as in a cup of lean. Three different words to say New Orleans. <laughs> I can't. This nigga. I can't. <laughs> they should have never gave me money, bitch. Facts. He said, he said, Atlanta. He spelled Atlanta right, though. I guess he's from there, so I guess he had to spell that right. He said Atlanta. Mm-hmm. I, I got to go to New Orleans. Tomorrow. Tomorrow. <laughs> I'll fly y'all tomorrow. You know, he said, I'll fly y'all. But go, go ahead and continue to read because these messages, it's just. It's... Yeah. Shorty response. She got a show in Milwaukee. Saturday. She ain't going to be able to. I would. But I know you want her with us. So let me know what you want to do. His response, I'll fly her there safe. Then he corrects himself Saturday. Shorty like, okay, so you're flying me to you. That's, that's where it cuts off. So, so I- basically, it sounds like Shorty already knew she won't go in unless uh, Cuban came. Facts. <laughs> so it's like I, well, I come, but I know you want both of us. His response is like, "Look, I'll fly her out Saturday." So Shorty is like, "I will. I'll come now, and we can do the regular regular until right. Saturday." And Cuban available, you fly her out, and then you know we can complete the transaction because that's what it is at this point. It's a transaction. At, but but <laughs> what what I love about this, and this is just my. My 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 life dealing with reluctant hoes. It's how she just brought that action. Like this is not like you said. She's not haggling. It's no hesitation. It's like, yep, I'm with her right now. What's up? Man? <laughs> she's like, yo, what's yeah. happening? <laughs> Let's just go. I'm. She trained to go. I love it. Yeah, it's like I, I know why you hit. Me. I know what you. Want. I'm okay with it. I love it. Why why is it a problem? I love it. We. Like, we can get this popping right now. <laughs> like, when she hit the nigga with the, where you at? <laughs> she said, I'm with her now. Where you at? Like, like we're ready yeah, right now, fam. We ready to go. standing beside me. Where you at? What's up? Like, they in the same city. <laughs> like, we, like, they just, <laughs> like, they just left the same club. Right. She's like, yo, we ready to go. And this is like, <laughs> a typical nigga like, yo, you know, I'm with the fellas. We about to leave. I hop. You know, we about to go back to my homeboy crib and kick it. Da, da, da. 
She like, nah, where you at? This one, the, this one, the nigga who's been texting the whole time that really got the power play set up. Mm -hmm. When niggas is about to go back to Chris, he be like, yo, drop me off first, fam. Right. <laughs> <I'm> like, <laughs> that, that's when that nigga head pop up out the back seat. He be like, yo, drop me off. What you mean? I thought we was going to go kick it. Yo, uh, no. I can't, bro. Go ahead, drop me off right here. I'm gonna I'm just go ahead and catch an Uber. <laughs> <laughs> I got to go. Like I got something to go. <laughs> the nigga that you, the nigga in the back seat that you think has the least amount of juice, that nigga made the major power player that evening. While the rest of y'all is going to go kick it at your home, but I also get drunk and just try to text the business. <laughs> he got the major power play. It's like lot. Look, but it's to go down. I can't involve anybody right now. I don't want nobody to know in case it goes south. So I'm not gonna I'm not gonna sit here and tell y'all what's supposed to happen. So if it don't happen, y'all don't know any different. So Facts. drop me off real quick, fam. Facts. <laughs> that was that move. I'm with her right now. Where you at? Yeah, she was yo, know, I com I commend her for 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 just being about that action. Like we, we don't have enough enough women that are about that about that action. So okay, so that happened. Then, then the chick, Summer Bunny again. I'm gonna call it Summer for short for right now. Um, Summer. Yeah, please. Yeah, because I don't it, understand why she threw the bunny in there. Yeah, but, I, I, but Summer's just funny. Yeah, Summer's just maybe it's, it's a lot of Summers though. You know, Summers a common name in the industry. Um, so Summer for released. Good reason. A, yeah, yeah. <laughs> she released a video, a little um video via um TMZ. Uh, <laughs> I'm not even gonna play the clip because it's pretty hilarious. But um, she says um she's sorry to Cardi. She felt bad. She said she didn't. I should play the clip. Should I play the clip? I'm gonna play the clip because it's, it's funny. Um, if y'all haven't heard the clip, here we go. I know how serious marriage was. Uh, you know, I kind of read or kind of see things, but uh, I haven't like. I, it took until today to actually like get into this. Uh, seeing everything you know a lot of girls would just deal with the situation and like yo like uh, i took cardi b's nigga or i'm the reason that they're getting a divorce or anything like i feel um ashamed of uh, you know like growing up <laughs> it's a lot <laughs> but um just come in for me and like to Cardi B and to like her fans and to her family, to her situation, were never my intentions, and I never wanted uh, to break up a happy home or be a cause of someone just saying like "fuck it" uh, to get a divorce or anything like that. So, first off, I want to start with that that statement alone. Um, she didn't know how serious the marriage was. I've never, never in the history of niggerdom. <laughs> Have I heard someone say, I didn't know how serious your marriage was? Your marriage was. God damn it, these hoes. Um, I've never heard that in my life. That's a new one. I, I never thought, and hey, I don't mess with a lot of hoes there. My hoeing days are over. Uh, so I've, I've never heard anyone say that. And I've, hey, I'm not married, so. But shit. If 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 the marriage, I thought marriage was serious. I thought that was the cutoff. Like you're married, so yeah. now we're serious. <laughs> I didn't know how serious the marriage was. Now, Wait a minute. <laughs> <laughs> they stood and exchanged vows. 
yeah, I, I thought that was the, the, the point of marriage was to be serious. Like, exactly. <laughs> like, okay, we're not playing around no more. This ain't no regular degular. <laughs> <laughs> you killed me with the regular degular. <laughs> this ain't no regular degular relationship. <laughs> so. Yeah. I ain't know how serious the marriage was. I didn't want to be <laughs> the reason. What you mean? But you are the reason. What like. you mean? Like here's the thing, you know, at that point of, of of superstardom or stardom, you know who she's with, you know who he's with, you know what I'm saying. So, for you to not know the marriage as serious as it is, either you're either you're you're young, you're stupid, or you're lying. I think she's young, but I also think she's lying a little bit. <laughs> of course, because she got paid. Yeah. And we'll get matter of fact. Let's go into that. Go the, ahead, bro. Rumors have <laughs> look. Look, I'm, I'm telling all. I feel that's like I'm dropping the tea here. I know you want to. I know. I, I gotta bring this in because this is so crazy. This is it's the sixty reasons separation. This is so. It's just so crazy how all this news unfolded. So we got that information. You know, Cardi had Cardi on her end has made her statement and left it at that, which I played earlier. Come to find out. Uh huh. Uh huh. Offset allegedly met Summer at a Nicki Minaj video, the video for Fifi, which was he he wasn't in that song though, was he? That's the nope. song with him and well, um Nicki and Takashi. So one can speculate, conspiracy theory Wade. That because of the the beef between Cardi and Nikki, Nikki fetched, for lack of a better term, no, not fetched. She sick them. You know how you sick somebody like dog sick them. She sicked yes. Summer on Offset to hurt Cardi. Chestnut checkers, boy. Chestnut checkers. And you can substantiate this. By when Cardi left that announcement, Offset had commented and said, "Y'all won. Y'all got it. Y'all won." Most people took that as he's commenting to the public that y'all won. Y'all didn't seem want to see us together anyway. Y'all won. Y'all got what y'all wanted. But he could have been commenting to Nikki and Summer in that camp. Oh, y'all won. Y'all got it. Y'all broke us up. Because Cardi and Cuban, I think, have beef, apparently. Yeah, they've been beefing. So for Offset to want a threesome with Cuban to cheat on Cardi, and that that's the message that allegedly makes Cardi say, oh, no, nah, fuck it, I'm out. That whole Days of oh, Our Lives storyline. Yeah, I'm about to say that, and then let's see, Cuban Doll and the chick who posted the message had a beef too. Yeah, so that whole that's first off is it's, it's wholly messy. That's the first off thing. Uh. Basically, it's a it's, to sum it up for y'all, uncut nation. It's a chance that Offset might not have done what's getting said <laughs> like it might have been just chicks being messy and being catty 
and he was like him and Cardi's marriage was just collateral damage. It's a possibility that that's the case. Or or the nigga was just trying to fuck my mom. Or, or, or they like, like I said, the conspiracy here is that Nikki said, I'm going to fuck Cardi up in a way that I can't fuck with anybody else. I, I can't beat her in the music. I'm going to fuck up her marriage. And I'm going to sick this bitch. Like, excuse my term for y'all offended by that. But I can see Look, Nikki I'm saying. I'm going to call you a bitch because I don't know you on a name by name basis. Exactly. It's too, <laughs> many, it's too many dolls out here. So I'm going to sick this bitch <laughs> on Offset, fuck up his marriage, and then, and then that fuck up Cardi more. I mean, it's some layers to this, y'all. This is chestnut checkers, and and for all the shit that I give Nikki, and I give Nikki a lot of shit. <laughs> if this what we're alleging is true, wow, yo. Yeah, that that puts her to a whole nother level of spitefulness, but that does not improve her chess game, because ultimately, how the public is going to react, they're going to be empathetic, exactly. with Cardi, if, <laughs> and if, so. You you did nothing but put her in a better situation, if anything. Factual. If, if allegedly what we're talking about happened, you did nothing to 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 uh, detour anything. If anything, you gave an open access road. <laughs> exactly. You, if anything, you've made her more of a of a sympathetic figure. Like if that shit is yep. true, I feel more bad for Cardi. Like damn, Cardi, you can't win. <laughs> like damn it's like damn this bitch really want to see you done in this bad like yo you and you still, and you still saying it go ahead yo facts drop, drop a new project yo I can't wait to hear that shit yeah facts I can't wait for that shit I can't wait so more things going to come out just, as the week just weeks. don't da da yeah don't don't yeah, don't do that and, and at least we can just she can stop I saw somebody comment and said at least she can stop saying offsetting all her rhymes Oh, she already she already switched that. She yeah, was I, on um when she performed Motorsport last. Yeah. Switched the lyrics. So watch I wanna watch how this unfolds because I think it's more information that's gonna come out that we're not aware of right now. It's gonna make this very interesting story. And I know y'all like to kill me about my conspiracies, but just watch. Look, I don't believe too much in coincidences, and there's too many coincidences in this story. Yeah. Watch, watch what happens. Um, continuing on, uh, early little early contender for album of the year, well late contender I guess. Um, Meek's last album, Championships. He um he did a Twitter, a, a talk to Twitter segment where people could ask him questions, um, with the hashtag ask ask Meek. Um, and one of the questions were Meek, are we gonna get another mixtape anytime soon? And he responded to that, well, how about I just get y'all another album before the year's over with? Now, Uncle Nation, we're recording this on December 9th. His album just dropped a week ago. A week ago, a week ago. Shout out to Smurda. <laughs> so, what the fuck? That'll never die. I don't care what nobody says. That shit will never die. Yeah, that, that's, that's forever. <laughs> that's forever. So, forever, Meek, forever, ever. Meek is alleging <laughs> to drop another album within the next fucking two weeks another album not not no not a mixtape yeah not a mixtape not a big crit thing not no shots to crit but three songs doesn't make an album fam sorry um 
another full length project. Holla at me. Let me look. We got to talk, bro. Don't do that shit again. <laughs> don't ever do that shit again. Print you, my guy. It was told this before the show, but three songs yeah, doesn't make an album. Do that shit again. Sorry. New rules. Well, I don't know what's going on. Like, bring my phone, bro. You know how to reach me. <laughs> <laughs> but Meek is a legend to drop another album in the next two weeks. First, do we think he bullshitting or do we actually believe him? And then second, why would I you want to do that? I'm sorry. This is a follow-up question. I'm sorry. I'm well, <laughs> why would you want to drop another album in, in, in three weeks after your last album release and probably the most recognizable album in your career? He on a high right now, yeah? Mm-hmm. Like, anytime I... Uncut Nation, understand this. Anytime a project drops, certain music drops, it's always... Well, I'm not going to say always. The the outcome that's expected that that people are trying to get is is beneficial for the artists and their platform at the moment. Quote unquote the old cliche line, strike while the iron is hot. Meek right now is the hottest thing in music as far as hip hop is concerned. His press run this time around has been like beautiful like he's been on every major platform and some platforms that don't get the recognition that they deserve and people paid attention because Meek was on it this time around he has arguably one of Jay's best verses on his album I'm not going to get into the fact that ain't nobody talking about Rosa we're not gonna get into that. <laughs> because Ross said some shit and people don't like seem to want to just breeze past it when he acknowledged a couple things. He did. Two two things importantly for me, but we'll say that for another time. Right. But again, like we posed last last uh episode, when has Meek not dropped a solid project? Again, I'll wait. So for him to have anything left in the tank to drop this year is either he's doing something new because he's still on a high and he's just in the studio going, or there are songs that he already did that for the purpose of the album didn't make the album, but he still wants to put them out. That was my thinking. Yeah, and in today's climate, uh, that's very easy to do. (laughs) Like, all right, I'm going to give y'all the album the way I wanted it to sound. But on the back end, I'm going to throw this EP out at y'all. They got songs on it that I love that didn't make the album, but they didn't fit the vision of the album. But they still dope. Yeah. And and then... And that's easy. And let's back this up for a second. I do want to apologize to Uncle Nation. And I took to, to explain my apology, I got to explain to y'all my podcast listening schedule for a second. Uh, as y'all, as y'all know, we're a big fan of the Joe button podcast. I don't think it's a big secret here. And, uh, Joe records two shows on Wednesday and Saturday, right? I listen to the Wednesday show whenever I listen to it, but I purposely do not listen to the Saturday show until after we record this show. Cause we record our shows on Sundays. I don't want 
what he says to influence what I say on my show. Right. So last week on his show, when they reviewed the pod, when they reviewed championships, um, Maul had revealed that the song What's Beef was actually Ross's song. Oh, wow. But he gave it to Meek. That was songs supposed to be on Ross's album, but he gave it to Meek. So, and a couple other things that they revealed about the, the What's Beef in general that made me put that, that song, not What's Beef, what's, what's Free, in a higher stratosphere. So, so, G, let me ask you, and this is kind of off subject, we won't get back on it. With that knowledge that that wasn't originally a Meek song, does that validate your theory about, you know, putting the rest of the songs together or does it, and does it change your opinion of that song? It changes my opinion of that song. Now I understand why Ross took the approach that he took on the song. So, like I said, we were going to say this for another conversation as far as how I felt about Ross verse, but I felt Ross verse got overlooked simply because of what Jay said. Again, as I've already said on any social media platform that I'm on that y'all do not follow me on because y'all don't fuck with me. But anyway, <laughs> he, Ross addressed two, two separate situations. The first situation was the fact that he doesn't get mentioned in anybody's top five. True. He listed, he lists some of his accolades and things that he's done publicly and behind the scenes. But then brought it back to, you know, been a decade and it's still in nobody's top five. And then from that went on to talk about the Zakashi situation. Mm-hmm. And nobody <laughs> paid any attention. Now, my question is that I would really like to know, uh, it, with it originally being a raw track, was Jay originally on it? Yes. He was. Yes. With that same verse. I don't know if it's the same verse, but I do know. (laughs) But knowing Jay, I believe it's the same verse. But I know it's supposed to be originally a Ross track, but Ross gave it to Meek because he knew the importance of this album for Meek. Damn. So it makes me wonder what's on Ross's album coming out, right? If you can spare that it song, does. what the hell is on your but, album? But keep in mind, like I just said, Ross in that verse addressed like, I'm not in nobody's top five. Like, y'all not paying attention to me to put me in that type of category. But at the same token, regardless of what I put out, is going to sell. So whether this song is on my album or not is not going to make or break my album. Right. But it might make or break Meek's album. Like, I think Meek's album still would have been a great album without it. But that song has gotten his album talked about on every outlet. Even if it's just for Jay's verse. Because I saw somebody pose the question. They was like, yo, are y'all really listening to the album? Or y'all just going straight to the Jay and Ross feature and the Drake and Meek? Like, let the album play. Like, listen yeah. to it and see how it correlates. Like, listen to the fucking album as a whole. That's a good word. That song correlates with the theme of the album. Exactly. Because the thing that I noticed when I was listening to the album, 
the samples that are in the production that he has are from classic hip hop albums. Mm-hmm. He even he even has a DMX hook that he flipped. Used to be my dog, thought you would ride with me. Right. Brain ride or die. Yes. Like he flipped that hook. Shout out to Benny, he's done it better. But <laughs> hey, you know, AGR, we are who we are. We do shit better than most niggas in the industry. But we do it before them most of the time. But that's neither here nor there. But if you pay attention to the album and let it play, it's not a surprise that when you get to what's free, it has the Biggie sample in it. Because if you listen to the album, if you're an advocate hip-hop listener Mm -hmm. or know anything about hip-hop, period, you'll pick up on the samples that are in each song going through the album. So it's not that much of a surprise. Yeah, he's been leading to you. If you listen to the album, you can tell he's leading to another sample, like something big. You can, you don't know what it is, but you know it's something. You can tell from the samples that something's coming. Yeah, even after that song, he continued with the sample. Right. Which I just thought was a dope way to to pay homage to hip hop. Period. I think it's showing hip hop. It's it's in, in, in a quiet way. It's showing yeah. Meek is hip hop. You know what I'm saying? You know, he's not screaming it, I'm real hip hop or hip hop hip. He's just showing you, hey, this is hip hop. True. Very true. So if Meek I don't want Meek to drop another album, but if he does, hey, I get it. <laughs> I'm about to say, I don't want him either. I don't want him to drop one either because I want this one to resonate. Exactly. It need to breathe. Yeah. I I want people to live with this for a little bit. Well, hoes that let that bitch breathe. <laughs> and I think that's part of the issue that we have, you know, with the turnaround on albums and mixtapes nowadays is nobody gets to let anything settle. They don't get to live with, with the music like they used to. Right. So, me, I know you listening. I ain't got to say if you hear this. I know you listen. Don't drop another project. Don't. Just don't. Let let this one live. Re- revisit us like in March or something. <laughs> they ain't even gonna say much. I'm talking about like uh, July, August. Well, I mean, I could, I could definitely, I'm definitely for that. But you know, if you if you have to drop another project, at least wait till March at the earliest. Yeah. Let us let us breathe because this is this is gonna breathe for a while. And the crazy part, if he does it right. Come March, come June, July, and August, he'll still be eating off and working off this project. He'll mm-hmm. still be touring. He'll still be doing shows. Yeah, I can see that. Because think about it. Like, put it into perspective. How many singles he got off of this joint? Mm. One of them was already planned before the project came. Right. So it's a it's an old school. Younger artists, y'all might not know this phrase. But anybody that's been in the industry for a while knows what I'm about to say. Service the record. Exactly. Like, you have a, at least at least five singles on here. And I don't mean just singles that, like, you know, going to top the charts. I mean, like, singles people would love to see a visual for. I'm going to put it that way. 
as far as singles. You got at least five of them. The most talked about song on your album, I promise you, if you drop a video for what's free, you ain't got to drop another project. Yeah, niggas will no lose their head to. off of that. If you drop a video for what's free and actually have Jay and, and Ross, well, Ross will be in a video, of course, but, you know, Jay has a schedule. You actually have Jay in the video, niggas will lose their fucking head. Exactly. And that's just one. We, we ain't even talking about the other four that have commercial appeal. Well, shit, we can kick it in the five. Because I know it's another one outside of the Drake feature that if you drop a video for that, niggas ain't seen y'all together since y'all performed. And prior to that, as far as the visual, was church. Yeah. Service yeah. the record, bro. I'm sure, like I said, Meek hasn't made any wrong moves since he got off the helicopter. So I'm sure his consigliere no. is going to give him the no, best advice. And I'm sure it's... I'm I got to give him <laughs> I'm sure it's Hove. Like I'm sure Hove is telling him, "Hey, this is what you need to do." Woo, woo. I'm sure of it. I'm positive it's Hove. Like I'm willing to bet Hove is in his ear telling him, "Do this, do this, do this." I don't think so. You don't think it's Hove? No, nah, I don't think it's Hove. I think Hove. He's had conversations with Hove. I think he's had conversations with Ross. But I think just he's had his own epiphany. Yeah. He grew, up, he grew up. And it's like, yeah, it's like people, like your mentors can talk to you till they blew in the face. But until you have that moment where everything, like all the dots connect, when you literally have that epiphany within yourself, it doesn't matter what anybody says. It never does. Yeah. And I think at some point with the whole legal situation that he was going with, it hit him. Yeah. Anytime you got to sit down for that longer time, you got to think, you start thinking. And if you're, if you're smart, you become a better person for it. And I think Meek has shown he's become a better person for that situation. Yeah. So let's get on. Cause we're about to get out of here. We're, we're so over time. Uh, <laughs> uh, the R Kelly documentary came out, um, called surviving R Kelly. Uh, it was shut down. Um, the screening for it was shut down due to a threat called in. Uh, let's see. Let me go back here to the statement. Uh, Dream Hampton from, if you remember her from Vibe and from the Tupac book, that's why I remember her. Always goes back to Machiavelli for me. Uh, <laughs> she was executive Everything for, to Machiavelli. It always does. Uh, she executive produced the documentary. It's basically which was w- several women telling their stories who've accused R. Kelly of the things he we've been accusing him for years. Uh, the screaming, the screening, uh, cops came in, and the, the, the crowd was screaming, fuck R. Kelly. <laughs> this is hilarious. Um, they're basically saying, they're basically blaming R. Kelly for the shutdown of the documentary. Uh, no news on when the documentary is going to be released, but it's supposed to be a lifetime thing. So we'll keep y'all up on that. Um, but yeah, the screening for it was shut down due to threats. Interesting. Interesting. Um, speaking of threatened, <laughs> uh, the hip hop's, <laughs> hip hop's boogeyman, big Simon, uh, Suge has a documentary coming out on Showtime, which is interesting. Um, it's called what the American nightmare emphasis on night. Um, 
the Sugar Night Story, directed by Antoine Fuqua. For those who don't know who Antoine Fuqua is, I guess you could say um, he directed um, Training Day and a bunch of other movies, but Training Day jumps out in my head right now. So it's coming on Showtime. Check your local listings for that because I don't know when it comes out, but it's on Showtime. Um, and speaking of niggas in jail, that's a bad segue, but fuck it. Uh, <laughs> that's a horrible segue. Sorry. It but, is, but it's, it's a factual one. It's, yeah. Uh, Bantan, oh. if you're into the reggae, Buju, my, my reggae accent just came on from nowhere. Uh, Buju Bantan was just released. Terrible, but okay. I, I know, I know. I got Jamaican in my family too. It's horrible. Uh, Buju Bantan was just released from prison. Uh, I want to say Thursday. So welcome home, Buju. For those who don't know, Buju was um, sentenced to eight years in prison for um, cocaine trafficking. He was caught up in a cocaine deal. He was sentenced to eight years, and he just came home. So congratulations to Buju. Welcome home. Enjoy freedom. Get some good music. If you're into I'm reggae, there's about to be a lot more reggae. Definitely. If you're into reggae or you're into dance hall, um, I know you celebrate. No, I even you. post him. Yeah, I'm about to say dance hall and reggae are two different things. But. Yeah, that's why I said both. Yeah, yeah. See, I know, I know. I know. So you're into those things. That's why I po- I even posted on my Instagram, Bougie at Home. So y'all go check it out. Uh, and without further ado, let's get into what's streaming with you, G, so we can get out of here. Yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be short. Um, ain't too much pop off this week. Uh, I got. Tone Stiff, good company. Uh, I am Sue Bless, Gucci Man, Evil Genius. That's it. Okay. All right, so with that being said, um, even though Ari is not here, Let's go into Ari's song of the week. She actually, um, um we got it. Easy to hear it. I got you. Uh, Tentacion. Okay, Tentacion. We always have a hard time pronouncing Tentacion's name because it's, some people said Tentacion, some people said Tentacion. I don't know. I call him XX Tentacion. Yeah, most people just say X, but, you know, we we try to be even with the show. Yeah, because our, our X exactly. <laughs> from a different... Exactly. When I say X, I think of DMX. I don't think of Tentacion. Exactly. So, but, um, long as you don't pronounce it like Wayne did on the Carter 5, on yeah. track 2. Yeah. yeah. I'm okay. Yeah, don't do that. <laughs> that. As much as I love that song, that uh, I cringe every time Wayne says it, said his name. And that song goes undeniably hard. <laughs> Uh, it does, and this, and that's how Wayne opened the project up. Like yeah. that's that's why I was like, oh, oh yeah, this about to be dope. Yeah, and then as soon as he said that, I was like, oh, why ain't nobody correct him? Yeah, like like why ain't nobody be like, hey, 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 Wayne, exactly. not how you say his name. <laughs> that's, that's not his name. <laughs> like even if that's you're not, not a Tentacion fan, go back and listen to that song because that that is bananas. They let him say that man's name incorrectly about three times. They didn't. They didn't edit it. They didn't say, "Oh, Wayne, we gotta go back and do that again." Nah, just let just let it rock. Y'all know who I'm talking about. (laughs) But um, like I said earlier, Ari's not here for her own personal reasons. She took a personal day, I guess. Uh, so but she did manage to send me what she want her song of the week to be, and I'm gonna butcher it because I can't pronounce this shit. 
Shout out to always a always being there. Facts. Um, I think I want to say it's Quinn featuring Sid. Sid from the internet. Y'all know Sid. Um, the song is called Sid. Yeah, we all Sid. Um, the song is called Sid. Sticky Situations. Uh, and let's get into it here. Here we go. That was Quinn featuring Sid, Sticky Situations. That's Ari's song of the week. Uh, it's been a good show. Been a good show. Uh, <laughs> it's funny. Uh, talking to Ari before, I thought this show would go by fast. It's just me and G. Uh, we just talk a bunch of hip hop. We in and out. It's probably our longest show in a while. <laughs> this is probably our longest show in a while. Uh, That's because they always keep us like, look, 
Y'all need to move on to a different topic. Like, ABA, y'all, all right, so for Uncut Nation, for anybody who feels like A doesn't talk enough or she doesn't interact enough, A keeps me away on point. Yeah. If nothing else. Because we, we... Like, she stands in with her, with her uh, opinions and comments as, as, as we like her to. Yeah, because as you can but see, me and G would sit here and talk about that. Yeah, I promise you. Yeah, me and G will sit here and talk all day, as y'all can tell. Um, this is probably our longest show in a while. I can't, I can't think of the last time we had an hour and a forty-five minute show. Oh damn, we that long? Yeah, we an hour forty-five in. An hour twenty. <laughs> yeah, we haven't done a show like this in a while. But I think that's everything. Um, be back next week. Uh, y'all make sure to leave your comments. Please comment, like, subscribe, tell a friend to tell a friend. Listen to the show. It it helps us tremendously when y'all actually leave comments. So please comment. Um, you have any music you want us to play or check out, email um, Ari at um, wordsaway at gmail.com. We do listen to all music. Um, got some things coming up for y'all. We're just not going to speak about it ever again. Probably. <laughs> we have some things coming up for y'all, and our, our year-end episode is coming in about two, three weeks, and we're going to go over things, and our 100th episode is coming. So y'all definitely stay tuned. We appreciate y'all. We love y'all. Um, thanks for getting us this far. I mean, this is episode 95, so we, we've we've done a lot, yo. And don't forget, we this is really at 96 for us because we had a double zero episode, but that's another story. Um, I think that's it. Is there anything else we need to get out of you? No, I don't think we covered it all. Within the hour and four. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> All right. So, Ari's favorite part, as always. Now, as always. You may agree with what we say. Okay. You may not agree with what we say. Uh-huh. But one thing you can agree with. What's that? We keep it uncut. Uncut. Until next time, we'll catch you on the internet. Thanks for listening to the Words with Wade podcast. Make sure you follow us online using the hashtag Words with Wade.